Welcome to Death Row. Like we always do about this time. <laughs> I'm gonna fight your fucking ass. You don't got, you're playing touch butt with that dork in the park. Ah, uh, there's a little snake in the grass. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. No fucking Jesus, people. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Hey, pussy, are you still there? I'm back. Who the fuck is that guy? Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. I would like to introduce... Welcome to the MMA for Money Show, episode 81. I'm your host, Mike Copenhaver, at Don't Cope Just Win on Twitter. I'm joined by your co-host and the producer of the MMA for Money Show, T, at Saints up, underscore everybody? 504 on Twitter. Uh, how you doing today, T? Now I'm doing good, man. Glad to be here. Nice. And, uh, you know, stoked to be with all you guys here uh, in the chat. So shout, shout out where you're from uh, if you get a chance, and we'll get our best to interact with all of you. Um, you know, we're going to review uh, last week's UFC. It was uh, quite the exciting show, UFC uh, Vegas 21, Edwards versus Muhammad. Um, you know, right off the bat, man, it, there was just great finishes, you know, and, and some full of controversy. Um, I'll get straight uh, straight to it. You know, straight off the bat, we're going to get to my bet. You know, it was uh, Matt Selzenberger. And, man, I cannot tell you how happy I was. 16-second knockout, absolutely destroyed Jason Witt. I mean, you know, you can't call it any better than I did last week on the show for you guys trying to make money. I told you last week that Takashi Sato folded Jason Witt like a lawn chair and it looked rather easy. And that if my boy Matt Selzenberger got in there with the clinch or even hit him one time, uh, he was going to just lay that dude out, man. So uh, plus one unit for the MMA for money show right off the bat, baby. How'd you like that, T? It doesn't get any easier than that, dude. It's just crazy. We watched the fight. Um, we watched the clips before we wanted to bet, and that was your bet. You you called it, but that dude's chin, he doesn't have a chin. Like, there's no chin. <laughs> it went <laughs> like we thought, you know? So, yeah, awesome. Definitely. And, you know, uh, I want to say a happy uh, St. Patrick's Day to all our Irish fans out there. I got some Irish blood in me, so that's why you see a little bit of my Irish top hat and my Irish shirt. I'm going to rock it to the fullest. Shout out to Super Tipstar, uh, one of our MMA for Money team members, all the way from Ireland. Absolutely love you, dude, and a uh, pleasure to, you know, shout out, uh, share our heritage together. Uh, I want to shout some of our commentators out in the chat. We got Takara uh, over there. Thank you for joining. Our Miss Jackie Girl, Jamie Birch. Uh, we got our sponsor, Ryan Richardson, the man himself. Thank you so much. One of the best fishermen in the world. Uh, make sure to go give himself a, a follow. Kick your bass. Uh, absolute uh, awesome material. And then we got the man. I can't wait to go fish with Ryan, man. Can't oh, wait. I know, dude. Yeah, dude <laughs> the, the, he's just a monster showing me pictures of all the fishing that he does. And then we got the man himself, MMA for Money uh, Prime Time himself in here in the chat. So a pleasure to have him always uh, on board with us while we go live. Um, you know, so after uh, Matt Selzenberger, you know, we're, you know, you know, these, these women's the low blows, bro. I mean, I don't know what is going on, man. I mean, Courtney Casey and uh, JJ Aldich, man. I mean, you know, they were going back and forth and, you know, having a fight. But, dude, one time uh, Casey uh, Courtney got a low blow and she acted like it was, you know, it was a guy getting just absolutely devastated should, in his groin, bro. My it's question like, is, should, should women... Should a woman's fight even be allowed to be stopped for a low blow? Because I seriously, I don't even understand it. Like I, I don't. You know, uh, something or uh, because I'm, I'm sexist and biased, I guess right now I would have to uh, delegate to the women in the chat and uh, the fans and ask them uh, how it feels to be kicked in the groin. I, I don't know. You know, I know for a man it absolutely sucks, but uh, when you see these 
women act like you know it was like their balls got crushed you know it's just it's well, so funny thing. you know if a man, if we didn't have balls would they stop the fight at all for a kick that's what i was saying i would think a kick in the ribs would hurt worse than you know a kick in the penis you know what I'm <laughs> yeah but no i i don't know I, man. I feel you man i mean it was uh you know it is what it is but uh you know, next, uh, you know, the, I'm, just, I'm just touching, you know, some of the fights that uh, I thought were fun on last week's card. I'm not going to go through each and every one. Otherwise, we would have a, a huge, long review show. But uh, Jor- uh, it was Jordan versus Rojo. Holy shit, dude. I mean, I, if you listen last week on the on the show, you know, I gave Rojo some props for his submission ability. Oh, dude, he was just going to war with Jordan. I mean, he had Jordan looking uh, pretty bad in round one. Uh, but I, I mean, Jordan, the savage that he is, dude, he was looking for a finish from the get go. Um, you know, if I would have known that, man, I mean, I probably would have thrown something on the inside the distance prop. But, you know, his, his money line was still a little hefty. He, you know, he finally got the uh, the win in the end. But, man, did you see that knockout that he ended that dude with? I tried to grab him live, dude. Um, ITD live. It was like plus almost 300 at one point. Um, but I couldn't get it in. They took it down on me. That's yeah. breaks. <laughs> Well, so, you know, and then next, uh, you know, another thing, you guys got to follow uh, me on Twitter, at uh, Don't Cope Just Win. You know, I give out my bets on the show on Tuesday night when we go live. You got to remember, a lot of stuff happens during the week, during these shows, you know, between the weigh-ins, um, controversies, little tidbits here and there. So if you followed me on Twitter, on on my podcast, I was all over Martinez. I thought that Martinez was going to beat Davey Grant and, uh, you know, had everything to give to him. But uh, later in the week, I, I saw at the weigh-ins when uh, Martinez, you know, stood up uh, next to Davey Grant. Oh, man, bro, I got tinglies in the back of my neck. Me and uh, shout out to Die Hard Podcast. Um, we both instantly, we we knew right away that something was wrong and that uh, our Martinez pick, we, we had to just abandon ship. And I'm glad that we did. So uh, if you followed my uh, Twitter, I, I threw a bet out on uh, Grant and he was at plus 260. And man, dude, pl- he cashed that bet at plus 260. So that was another win for the MMA for Money show going 2-0, um, you know, for plus 360 for the night. So if, you know, you tuned in uh, to the show and to the Twitter, uh, you, you got some W's and, and some money for your bank account. But um, did you see that uh, that fight between Grant and um, Martinez? Yes, I had um, Grant by KO plus 800, half a unit. I love that one. Yeah, dude. I loved it. I had uh, my submission too. Um, but yeah. I only bet that because you told me to, bro. So, I know. I, you know what's funny is I bet I bet Grant by submission too, and and uh, also at money line. And I was ah man, dude. I I I kind of knew that I was like, man, inside the distance, inside the distance, you might as well just well, hit that one. And I was like, no, he ain't gonna knock out Martinez, bro. Martinez striking's too good. And then boom, sure as shit, man. David Grant fucking just ends that, that dude's night and knocks his ass out cold. Uh, it, it was absolutely amazing, you know, and, you know, after the Selzenberger knockout and then you have Rojo getting knocked out and then you have Grant freaking knocking the dude out. It was just, it was amazing, man. The, the finishes that night. Yeah. It was really so, great, man. yeah. So, um, then the, ne- the next uh, knockout that I want to get into is uh holy shit, man, Dan Ige versus Gavin Tucker, two Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts, absolutely amazing mixed martial arts, mixed martial artists. I was going back and forth uh, a, a bunch of times between Tucker and Ige and Tucker and Ige. Um, you know, the fact that Ige trained with Khabib was really what I liked the most. I, I can't recall exactly who I finally flipped and flopped back to. But uh, I, I, to be honest, I probably said Tucker in the end, um, you know, but I, I was sure shit wrong. Ige starched his ass so fast. Uh, I believe it was uh, 16 seconds, but it was it, it seemed a lot faster than that. 
Yeah, that one was a quickie. That, that Did you see a, that one, T? Yeah, that's about as fast as you can do it. <laughs> Besides <laughs> just straight walking out and cleaning them like Master Ball did to um, Askren, you know? Yeah, that's and and it, and it wouldn't be the UFC, I guess, if without some controversy, you know, going from uh, the Aljo versus uh, Yon fight where they stripped Yon of the title for the illegal need to Aljo, which definitely was a lot worse. But Eric Anders, man, uh, versus Darren Stewart. Uh, to be honest, I had Darren Stewart. I didn't think that Eric Anders was going to be all, enough for uh, Darren Stewart, but I, I was sure as shit wrong, and I was very, very glad, too, because I bet Darren Stewart uh, personally on the money line. And uh, I, watching the fight, man, Eric Anders looked amazing. I mean, his, his – I'm so pissed about this. <laughs> yeah, his athletic – we'll get into that. His athletic ability and uh, his takedowns, you know, his D1 uh, – D1, uh, football skills they really showed in this fight he just kept pushing pushing and pushing Stewart uh against the fence and taking him down and just kind of just breaking his will um and then eventually you know he finally you know he basically had Stewart basically finished on his feet it was done it was over bro I know man and then my 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 boy Herb Dean you know he's getting a lot of shit right now uh shout out to my boy Herb Dean Jason Herzog two of the best referees uh, ever uh I think that uh you know being a former medic on the ambulance, you know, you make life-saving decisions. Things flash before your eyes, and sometimes you make decisions a little uh, delayed than you'd like to. I uh, saw so to give him uh, the credit and the benefit of the doubt. I think that if you guys have never made uh, a split-second life-saving decision or have been in a situation like that, it's a little bit easier said than done. Um, separating someone or stopping a fight, and so he's either just, way, but he's just like Herb Dean, bro. I love like, Herb Dean. Fuck he wanted yeah. that I, dude to get jelly leg. That dude was done. It was like right thirty up. seconds of that shit. Man, I'm just mad. I <laughs> yeah. So Eric Anders, Eric, Eric Anders had him Stewart finished, dude. He was done, man. Um, you know, and he he got dropped down to a knee, and then Anders. I don't know what he was thinking, bro. Like I understand you already got him killed. But, dude, why did you throw the yeah, knee, dude? He, he wasn't thinking. He, he just, I, I think it was just in the flow, and I think he thought he was about to get up. But, yeah, guys, yeah. all he had to do was throw uppercuts, bro. That's all he had to do was just four or five more uppercuts, and the dude would have just dropped. Yeah, it's frustrating, man, because Eric Anders looked really good for the first time. Finally surprised me showing and sh- uh, showcasing the talent that, I, I, you know, a lot of people saw. And so, you know, it is what it is, man. But, uh then we're gonna we're gonna re- review the main event, you know, it, Edwards versus Bilal. Uh, what can you say, man? It was it was so boring and dumb after the, after what happened, man. I mean, like I've waited I've waited a long time to see Leon Edwards fight again. He finally gets his chance to go in there. He pokes the guy one time. Uh, he gets a warning, and then you know he, I, bro, like I don't even know how you even poked Bilal that way. I don't know how your thumb got in. The, is that his thumb that bent down like that, or his index finger? I don't. You know, like I don't know how it happened, but dude, it was it was terrible, man. It really ruined the the flow of the night, and it it leaves a bad taste in my mouth for Leon Edwards, who is a really really good athlete. Bilal Edwards is a savage man. Uh, I felt so bad for him when you heard him you heard him scream out in agony, dude. Um, yeah, holy so. shit, dude. We're talking about pro athletes, dude. And you know, being my my brother War Machine, and I've seen him break down uh, whether he's won or lost after a fight. Uh, it's really, really weird when you see these uh, big, tough guys start crying. Uh, it, I really start feeling for them and their emotions. You can really see all the years and the, the time that Bilal's put in and the emotions. He loves the sport. So shout out to Bilal Muhammad. Uh, you know, I, I, I wish you the best. I hope your eye heals as fast as possible so that you could get back into the mix because you are a true talent. I think you do deserve a, a rematch, but uh, I, I feel like Leon Edwards is going to be uh, running scared and going to 
it, go and do something just, else. That's such a bitch move. He has to fight him again. Like, you can't not fight him. And Bilal was on a run. I think that's why he was so upset. I think he was more upset about the ending of the fight than he was about getting poked in the eye. And I, luckily, it, was, it wasn't as bad as I like. I thought it was horrible. You know, I, I was expecting his eye to be gone. Dude, the way that it looked, bro, I was like, man, this looks like a horror movie, and this dude lost yeah. his eyeballs. Uh, to be specific, it was, uh, uh, I think it's Red, Red Dragon, uh, The Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal. I think it's Red Dragons. I think it's the other. That's one of the, the, one of the three of the four, or three, one of the four know. movies. Either way, the dude puts glass in his eyeballs to see the reflection of the people he kills. He's a freaking weirdo, dude. So uh, that reminded me of Bilal's eye. He had his eye, you know, all cut up and it was bleeding. And I really thought maybe he possibly lost an eye, but uh, you know, thankfully he did it and he's he's doing well. And uh, you know, shout out to him for that. So uh, all in all, it was a great night for the MMA for Money team. I, I couldn't ask for much better to cash two bets and uh, cash uh, three hundred and sixty dollars for my fans. If you guys bet a hundred bucks uh, or you know, on each bet pretty much what you cash there so uh shout out to the MMA for money team so that's pretty much it for the ufc vegas 21 and now we will get into the us ufc vegas 22 uh yeah so uh, back to the beginning of the prelim so we have uh anthony burchek uh former ufc uh, ufc veteran and versus johnny eduardo uh at the time of writing this we had uh, anthony burchek was a negative 105 and johnny eduardo was plus 160 uh the odds obviously have changed since then this is going to be really weird. You know, I, I can't really give the best lean on this one. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't want to, I, I like Anthony Burchek and I don't want to say nothing uh, really bad about him. Um, but I, I just feel like, I feel like this is a bad spot for him. And Johnny Eduardo is just a little bit too tough standing. And I think the standing is going to pay off for Johnny Eduardo and, and it's going to, he's going to end up winning that fight. So uh, that, that's my pick, Johnny Eduardo for that one. Next up on the, the, the fight list, we have uh, this is going to be my first bet of the night. It's going to be Bruno Silva versus JP uh, Bays. Uh, it looks like buys, but everyone's saying Bays, so I'm going to be going with that one. Uh, man, this is going to be a really, really, really exciting fight. JP Bays, former Greco Roman uh, wrestling champion from South Africa, uh, really, really talented and, and just, man, his scrambling ability, his suplexes. Uh, I, I just really, really like the kid. He's nine and two. Um, he's just, really well went rounded his striking's good his his jujitsu and wrestling i just think he's gonna give uh bruno silva absolute fits here the line has uh shifted you know every the people have been buying uh bruno silva which is i absolutely love at the time we wrote this uh it, jp uh bays was negative 185 and uh last time i checked on five times he was negative 145 so uh that's a, a gift for the our fans here so i'm gonna be putting uh 1.45 units down on jp bays I just feel like he, you know, is just superior absolutely everywhere. Bruno Silva, you know, a Brazilian dude who actually doesn't use his jiu-jitsu, coming off of two losses. Um, I, I just, you know, he, he gets bullied and he gets wrestled around, and, and I think that this is a perfect spot for uh, J.P. Bays to showcase him. I think the UFC is setting himself up here for a showcase win. I absolutely love the kid. I think he's super talented, and so this is why I'll be my first bet of the night, and, and so it's a 1.45 units. JP Bays to absolutely domino Bruno Silva. Let's get it. Let's go, baby. Uh, next up on the list, you know, uh, if you watch, if you listen to the MMA for Money Show, you absolutely know that I love low class women in the MMA. And that's kind of what we're going to walk right into. It's uh, Julia Alvia versus uh, Julia Stol Stolarenko. 
Um, you know, Julia is negative 360 at the time of writing this, and it's plus 300 on uh, Julia uh, Stolarenko. I, I just, man, I, I have a Julia, Julia is definitely f- favored here. She should win this fight. I feel like her striking is meaner. I feel like she um, doesn't flop on her back like Stolarenko likes to do and go for just random submissions. But man, negative three sixty is very, very steep, man. Uh, for low class women's MMA, I just, I just don't recommend uh, this, this type of, uh, this type of money line on someone like that. I'm gonna go with uh, Julia Ovia to win this fight, but you know, I, it's just very iffy, man. I, I just don't, don't quite trust them. I actually kind of like uh, possibly the chance for Avilia uh, to finish this fight. So if you get under two and a half, I think that that might be the best uh, spot here. Normally, I don't say women finish fights, but I think that Avilia could possibly do that here. Um, next up on the prelims, we have Jesse Strader, who's plus 500 at the time of writing this. He's going to be verse, uh, facing off versus Montel Jackson, negative 700. Uh, Montel Jackson, super, super long and strong, uh, has very, very good striking. But uh, if you look, man, he's got the chicken legs that you just won't believe, dude. Uh, Damn, very, he really does. <laughs> his chicken legs oh, are so bad, bro. And I mean, I, I'm not hating. I got chicken legs too, so I, I can say that. But dude, his legs, bro. I think that uh, it's really gonna it's gonna be a detriment to him one day. Jesse Strader. Don't get me wrong. This guy is not a hero, uh, and not the guy you all you want to throw all your money down on. But but he does have some power. He does have a good uh, lower leg kick. And if he can uh, get that off early versus Montel Jackson, he could possibly um, damage, you know, that his lower calf and, and, and ruin the mobility of the longer uh, reached fighter on Montel Jackson. But, uh, it, you know, like I said, it's just the money lines were vicious, bro. Like, I, I just I can't say you should ever lay that money down on Montel Jackson. I think that Strader has a slight chance in hell here. Um, so I'm, I'm going to literally go dog or pass on this one. I feel like Strader, like I said, if he can get off the leg kicks early, he, he could possibly get the mobility of Montel Jackson. But but I'm not saying he's going to win this fight. I just think that I'd, I would never lay negative 700 down. I wouldn't even bet on Montel Jackson uh, on inside distance. It's just it's just too much, bro. It's gross. He's he's not that good to warrant that, man. So, But that's my opinion. So, you, you know, take it for what it is. Next up here, we're going to have Roman Doldiz. It was negative 135 at the time of writing this versus Trevin Giles. You know, man, the, this is going to be super interesting. Right off of the bat, I uh, I liked Roman Deldiz. I, I instantly wanted to bet him, and I I don't know if that was good or bad. Um, so I, I went I got I went in and I started researching, and and I'm and you know, I, it's just it's hard for me to 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 just be like, oh, Trevin Giles is that bad and he's and this guy's going to be able to walk in here and just absolutely dominate him, you know? But um, the thing is, is that just Roman Daldiz is long, you know? Um, I, he's he's going to be stronger striking, but J- Kevin Trevin Giles' uh, jiu-jitsu and his wrestling is is pretty good too, man. So I don't have the best lean on this one because I, I, I just am just flopping back and forth. So I, I can't really give you the, the best uh, bet on that one. But if I had to pick... Right now, I'm going to stick with my gut, and I'm going to go with Roman Valdez because I feel like he has the more power standing and that he could possibly get off, get that off. But don't be surprised if uh, Trevin Giles doesn't take him down and uh, wrestle him for three rounds and put on a clinic. Next up, we have Grant Dawson, negative 200, versus Leonardo Santos, who's plus 170. Man, dude, uh, Grant Dawson, uh, 
really good, really good mixed martial artist, but more or less uh, ground and pound. His jujitsu, wrestling, and ground and pound is his thing. I don't really trust his striking in the in like his straight striking, and that's what really like throws me off with Grant Dawson, especially at a negative two hundred versus a guy like Leonardo Santos. Leonardo Santos, his only fallback right here for me is his age. I mean, it's I believe he's forty years old. Um, forty one. Forty one years old. And but dude, on a seven fight win streak, he's beaten Roman Bogov, who's ten and zero. Stevie Ray, who's I I actually liked a lot. He's beat Kevin Lee, uh, Adrino Martins. I mean, I think this line is super super disrespectful to um, Leonardo Santos. I, I literally was so close to betting this and, th- and throwing a, a, a unit for on Leonardo Santos on the show. I might later in the week if uh, the weigh-ins go well. Um, and Leonardo looks good and Grant looks inferior or I see some edge, I might throw down the one unit on Leonardo Santos. I really believe that other than the age factor, that he's going to fight for your money and it's going to be an absolute wonderful uh, wonderful chance for an underdog to cash here. Uh, I'm going to take a break real fast and shout out some more people out in the chat. I'd like to shout out Thamer you know, for joining us here. Also, uh, Miss Lynn0129, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure when you jump in the house. So, yeah, like I said, Leonardo Santos, I believe that the, he's the dog, and I'm going to pick him to roll there. I, I just feel like that the, they're disrespecting Leonardo Santos, and uh, we're going to see it. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. All right, now next up is going to be my, my next bet for the night. And, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apologize right now. I don't normally bet. I don't like to bet women's MMA very often. It's only when I feel a really strong lean. And I'm sorry what I'm about to say, Marin Renault. You know, you're a great teacher. You're a great lady, okay? But you're getting old. Your wrestling sucks. You know, you're a brown belt, black belt jiu-jitsu. That's your best accolade. I'm, I'm proud of you for it, you know? But your wrestling's terrible. Your striking is terrible. And, you know, if Macy Chasson gets you in the clinch, she is going to absolutely devastate you with knees and elbows and, and strikes. She's way, way longer than uh, Marion Renault. It, it, I just think it's an absolute bad, bad day for her. Um, Ch- Macy just owns 5'11 with a 72 inch reach. Um, Mary Renault is 5'6 with a 68 inch reach. And some of these stats are inflated. So you, you can't even, you can't even go off that. Mary Renault is 43 years old, folks. 43, 43. She's coming off three losses. I mean, w- what are we betting on here, dude? Like she's done. It's over. Uh, she lost to Yana Kunaskaya. Yana Kunaskaya. That's all I got to say. So I'm betting on Macy Chasson here. I'm dropping the money. I have to, folks. It just it's gotta happen. I'm putting down the negative 205, uh two negative two ten on at five dimes for Macy Chasson to absolutely devastate Mary Renault. Uh like I said, it's not a normal thing, but I'm putting down the two point one units on Macy Chasson to showcase her skills. I think this is a spot where the UFC is gonna is just doing her a favor and, and just giving her a, a layup. So that was will be the second bet of the night, and uh, I can't wait to watch it go down. Hello, Mel B. Welcome to the show. Nice to see you here. Let's see what we got here. All right. Next up on the card, that was the last one for the prelims. And so uh, just uh, we'll jump to the main card, take a little break, take a drink real fast. All you guys have a beer. The next up, first fight on the card, Shayna Bays, negative 350 versus Monsterot Ruiz, plus 290. Man, uh, the, the price tag once again just shocks me right away off for Bays. But then you go back and you watch her striking. She is mean, bro. She, dude, she is so aggressive, and she comes with, with power and anger. Like, 
she is, I, I think I, I believe she looks very much like Tisha Torres. So I name her the big tornado instead of the tiny tornado that Tisha Torres is. She's a little bit bigger and, and man, she comes with fire. I, I see why she's negative three, close to three. It's just getting kind of, it's getting scary. Monster Ruiz, I mean, I don't want to get too disrespectful. Just go look at her body. Go look at the way that she carries herself, man. Uh, she looks like she's more of a, a trying to be an IG model or a, a pinup girl than she's trying to be a fighter. I, I just don't think that she's the, on the level of Shayna Bays here. Um, I, I believe that this they're setting Shayna Bays up here to absolutely roll. And I think I really think that she can smash and finish Ruiz. If you can bet her TKO KO, uh, I, I really think that she could do it, and that might be the only way to to get any value out of her. So, and I think that she might be related to my other bet. So it's kind of funny if they're both bays. I believe that might be his wife. So I'm not hundred percent. His wife, really? Yeah, might be. But I mean, just with the chances. So I don't want to talk out of my ace. So next up on the card, we got Max Griffin, negative one sixty-five versus Song Keenan at plus one forty-five. Oh man, this is going to be a really, really good fight. I automatically wanted to bet Song Keenan right off the bat. It was just like immediately feels and you know i don't know if it, what it was if it's a little bit of, of dislike for max griffin or i just really do like keenan song but um i just feel like that max griffin is 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 blah dude i mean his last literally last four fights he's lost two of them last six fights he's lost four of them you know it just and it gets worse so like he's not getting better he's peaked He's not the UFC is not here to let this guy win. I really believe that Keenan Song is the real deal in this uh, in this matchup. I feel like he's just tougher. He's grittier. He's going to be there inside of Max Griffin's face. And as long as he can, I, I feel like he can stuff the takedowns that he can really uh, put on a storm here and 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 be the assassin that he is and, and win this fight. He's on a two fight win streak. And and the dude is just mean, bro. Like I absolutely love it. He finished Calvin Potter in his last fight and, and looked amazing doing it in round one. So. Uh, this is definitely going to be a, a really, really exciting fight to watch. Next up on the card, we have uh, our boy, Gustavo Lopez, MMA for Money's own. One of the best uh, guests that we have, one of the, the most frequent, too. Uh, you know, I can't say enough good things about Gustavo Lopez. You know, but when he came, when he fought uh, Marab Devashelli, and the way that he powered through that on short notice and just absolutely looked amazing on the feet and even on the ground, he never gave up. Um, his jujitsu game is really well-rounded. He's got the Performance Institute working in, in Vegas. He's at Extreme Couture. He's trained with Joe Benvides. He trains with Stamen. He's training with Aljo. Uh, man, he's just, he's really just, I feel like peaking in prime, man. Um, you know, he, it's weird though. He's got on plus 170 versus the newcomer, Adrian Yanez. Uh, Adrian Yanez, man, this kid, I, I, I automatically, I wanted to just talk shit because I know Gustavo Lopez, but as an analyst, I had to look and and I, you know, when you watch Adrian Yanez's striking, I, I see why they liked him and he possibly could have some high hopes. I just feel like they're overvaluing this kid here versus a guy like Gustavo Lopez, who's already been here in the UFC and put in, um, you know, three plus rounds, four plus rounds. I feel like he's fought guys like uh, Marab. If Marab fought... Um, if Marab fought Adrian Yanez, I would bet Marab all day. And so I don't know why this price tag is what it is right here. So I'm going to be waiting for I'm, – I'm most likely going to bet this later in the week, so watch my Twitter. 
I'm waiting for the, the Adrian Inez money to even get even heftier because I feel like it's going to happen. And I'm going to be sniping Gustavo Lopez for a one unit shot. I feel like his jujitsu, if he, Adrian Inez can't get his striking off, he's going to have, he's, he's going to be in for a really, really uh, tough day. Um, but this is my fight of the night. If you guys love mixed martial arts, this fight right here is going to be the one where you're going to see just amazing striking, really good jujitsu and transition and scramble ability. But uh, we're going to be back in our boy Gustavo Lopez this week. Uh, if you missed the show, uh, the special with Gustavo Lopez, make sure to go back and tune into the to the show and, and see the little tidbits that he gave us of some inside tips of his training camp and uh, stuff like that. Always a pleasure to have him here. So. Like I said, Gustavo Lopez, we, we're rolling with you, as always. Next up on the card, Dantel Mays, plus 185 at the time of writing this versus Tai Tuivasa, negative 225. Uh, you know, Tai Tuivasa, you know, everyone loves the shoey. The, the guy's a character, a lot of fun. You know, he, he's he's over there just cracking jokes, but he's trained with Mark Hunt for a long time. His stand-up has, has been pretty fierce, but he, he as much fun as he likes to have in real life, uh, just joking around. I seem he likes to joke around in, in his professional career and just not take things seriously. And, and that's what just kind of irks me with him. I really believe that this is a spot where the UFC is setting up Tai Tuivasa to lose. He, after a win, after the uh, when he beat the skyscraper, I mean, no disrespect to the skyscraper, but he was on a fall anyway. So, the, you know, that 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 building was imploding. Uh, Dante Mays here, you know, yeah, eight and four. Doesn't look bad, uh, good on the record, but he's 29 years old. He's young, 6'6", 81-inch reach, man. Uh, I really feel like the the guy can give Taitu Vasa a three-round war or is possibly has heavier hands than him. You know, uh, Taitu Vasa has only won one of his last four fights, folks. You know, he's he's not he, – to get be favorited right now, that just doesn't make sense to me. I, I, I strongly urge anyone who wants to bet uh, an underdog that possibly could win. He's definitely uh, – uh, Dontel Mays is one of them. I possibly thought about betting him, but I don't like betting heavyweights because we all know one punch and the whole thing just ends. So, you know, it, it is what it is. So I'm going to go with Dontel Mays there to upset uh, Taitu Yavasa. But, you know, don't be surprised if Taitu Yavasa hits him in the back of the head and, you know, the whole thing ends, you know, in a, in a, instantly. So – all righty. Now we have uh, the co-main event of the, of the night. And I actually, this this is another great fight and another one where it's, dude, I, I could bet underdogs this whole card almost, man. It's crazy. I could bet Gustavo Lopez. I could bet Don Mays. I could bet Riddell. I mean, I could bet Leonardo Santos. Bro, it, it's crazy the list that it goes on here, man. I mean, it's, it's nuts. But I don't know if it's me being crazy, wanting to fire like crazy, but... I mean, I'd like these plus money uh, fights this weekend. And this one right here, I like a lot. Brad Riddell. I've said it a few times on the podcast that he's a, a city kickboxing's best striker, just straight uh, strike uh, kickboxing. Um, I'm a big Israel Adesanya fan. I think he's the all-around best mixed martial artist striker. But I think Brad Riddell's striking is just so – he's just so talented, man. Um, he's going off against Gregor Gillespie, who's negative 235 after being – ghosted by kevin lee i mean please go back and watch the knockout loss that he took to kevin lee you could see his soul leave his body after he got kicked he i swear to god he gets kicked 
his soul leaves his body. He drops back against the cage. <laughs> and the only thing that saved him was the cage, bro. I, I, I don't, I just, I great wrestler, amazing wrestler, American D one wrestler. I'm just, I, I can't say enough good things when it comes to that, but I lost my ass uh, betting him versus Kevin Lee. I th- really thought that uh, J- Gregor Gillespie was, was it that day. And I got proved wrong real fast, man. And th- today is not the fucking day. I'm going to be back in Gregor Gillespie. Brad Riddell, if Kevin Lee can absolutely starch Gregor, Brad Riddell can do it easier. I'm telling you, bro, his striking is absolutely amazing. Brad Riddell's already fought a bunch of really, really good wrestlers and is already well-versed. He knows that people don't want to strike with him. So he's been just training nonstop his uh, takedown defense, his wrestling and his grappling uh, to improve the fact uh, that, you know, so that people can't take him down and he can get off his game. He's going to smash Gregor Gillespie. I, another one where I just want to bet, man. The line is crazy. Plus one ninety five for Brad Waddell. Give me it all fucking day, dude. Um, you know because we're trying to you know win you guys money and keep a a professional you know show going here for you. I'm not firing you know all over the place. I don't you know normally you don't bet a one ninety five underdog very often. You know it's not very often they're gonna win. But today I feel like he's gonna win. I feel like Brad Waddell striking. He's gonna be able to you know he might get taken down once, but after he, he gets up the second time uh, after the second one that fails or whatever it may be, Brad Waddell is going to get off his game. And I think he's going to absolutely just start Gregor Gillespie again. Like I said, go back, watch his soul, leave his body. And he, he literally had an out of body experience. He has to be remembering that. And Brad Waddell is going to give him deja vu. So mark my words on that. We'll be back here. To talk about that KO win. next, next up, we got the main event of the evening. We got Derek Brunson plus 145 versus Kevin Holland, negative 165. Dude, uh, you know, Kevin Holland, we're talking to dude, just fight any minute, Mr. Cowboy Cerrone lately, but actually wins all his fights. It's it's just amazing what he does on short notice and what he did to uh, some of our legends, man. Um, I, I just, I can't believe uh, the, the win streak that this kid's on. And Derek Brunson, uh, you know, great wrestler himself, but... Uh, his striking is his biggest flaw. He, he has sh- uh, sharpened it up lately in the past where he doesn't uh, rush in as much, leaving his chin open. But that chin is always open, uh, you know, for the to be hit once he enters in the pocket. And I feel like a guy like Kevin Lee is super athletic and and, and just he's the real deal, man. His jujitsu game is the real deal. I feel like he's he's going to win this fight. The negative 165 price tag is warranted. He's going to roll here, and so I'm going to go with uh, Kevin Holland um, by finish here. I think he's going to just keep keep that Holland train rolling. It's going to be a really exciting card, so I guess I'll review my bets right now. It's going to be uh, 1.45 units on J.P. Bays, and then there's going to be uh, 2.1 units on Macy Chasson. Uh, both of them, I believe, are going to absolutely dominate and uh, get get us the W. And then now we'll get into our DraftKings since I didn't really get a touch on it. Uh, DraftKings is really weird this week. There, there was some really big favorite uh, salaries that I just didn't want to touch. I, I, it was one of the, you know, I'm new to it too. So it, I actually had a leftover salary. My, my six, man, uh, six person lineup for this weekend is going to be Macy Chasson at 8,700. Leonardo Santos at 7,600. JP Bays at 8,300. Gustavo Lopez at 7,400, Kevin Holland at 8,400, and Cheyenne Bays at 9,100. 
That leaves you $500. If you don't like a couple of my picks, you can shuffle them all around and do what you like to do. But that's going to be my first lineup for the MMA for Money show as the week goes on and uh, the weigh-ins uh, get popping and I see little edges uh, here and there. Um, it, I'm going to probably fire on something else. So make sure you stay tuned to the MMA for Money show Twitter. You make sure you stay tuned to the, uh, my Twitter at Don't Cope, Just Win. Also follow a Saint, a T at Saints underscore 504 on Twitter. And uh, like I said, we're just stoked to you know be here winning fights for you guys, winning two fights last week and just keeping the role for the MMA for Money team. Uh, it's it's just uh, awesome to keep this train going. So uh, what about T? What, 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 what crypto coin do you want to talk about this week? Uh. Let me think. I didn't prep for one, but I could throw one off the top of my head. Um, well, we can talk about Stellar. Um, oh, that's XLM. right, XLM. Right, XLM Stellar is a, is a great investment right now. It's uh, it hasn't ran yet in this little run that's gone in cryptocurrency. It's XLM is the ticker. Uh, me and T both feel like it's uh, super undervalued and, and should have a run here soon. Um, yeah, it's sitting so, around 40 cents and it, it ran a little bit versus the US dollar, like everything did. I mean, Bitcoin's up to 60,000, but if you look at the verse BTC chart, it's, it, it hasn't started yet. And when that starts, it should go up a lot in um, US dollar value. I, I don't even pay attention to those charts, I just look at the Bitcoin charts first. Yeah, so nice. Yeah, all of our investments, like I said, oh, even Ocean that we talked about last week, that started a little run, but if, if it's not too late to jump on that. If you go download the Voyager app and you put in uh, your promo code MIC625, you can get 25 in free Bitcoin for trading 100. I really believe that you guys need to invest 5 to 10% of your salary each and every month. It will change your life in, in the years to come. There's no one else that's going to help you do anything but you, man. Um, you know, I came from a $13 an hour EMT salary to, you know, now I work for the best union in Hollywood that, you know, pays me a lot more. But besides that, my cryptocurrency, my stocks like Tesla, early entry, DraftKings, um, you know, other things. Uh, a new stock that I just came out that I bought was Roblox. Uh, it's a video game that a lot of kids play. It's it's one of the my only kids free. kids love that game. Oh, that. everyone's kids love that game. So, uh, you know, my kid's always asking for Robux and I'm tired of paying for Robux. So I decided to, you know, uh, invest in the company. It, I believe it was at $73 today. It started at $70 when it opened uh, last week, jumped up to $79. And uh, I got in at $71 when it dipped. And now it's kind of climbing back up. But uh, uh, Kathy Wood from ARK Investments, she's one of the best investors in the world. She, uh, I follow a lot of her investments because her and I see eye to eye. I bought DraftKings before she even fired. Uh, I fired at $50 and she fired at $59. So uh, I, really, I really like uh, when Kathy Wood from arc investments fires really really brilliant intelligent lady and so she uh purchased roblox at 70 plus 70 ish dollars so if she's firing she sees a potential in the company so uh roblox is uh the, my my stock of the week xlm coin for cryptocurrency will be the the coin of the week uh in that sense and uh you know we can't thank you guys all enough for tuning in to, to the show I know that uh, things have changed a little bit, but uh, we're you know we're just trying to get you the best content possible and give you a lean and the reads on these fights, the so you could you know make the best choice that you can. Like to shout out Pablo from the Haps team for being here and for all the work that he's done for for us for the every so single Pablo. every single broadcaster, Peter Bittner, uh, David Newman, um, all you guys are just absolutely amazing. Lucia, 
Uh, the, the list goes on for how many people uh, have helped the MMA for Money show grow. Uh, we've also reached a point where on on HAPS where we can accept monthly sponsorships uh, for as little as a dollar a month, which is super exciting. So if you guys want to jump on board and support the MMA for Money show as we grow and dominate into the future, because uh, we're going to be uh, growing quite steadily and rapidly coming coming soon. We've got some really exciting cryptocurrency stuff coming via Primetime himself. So just like I said, follow the MMA for Money show, follow on Twitter, follow Don't Cope Just Win on Twitter. Saints underscore 504 yeah, is, is my boy T, the producer of the MMA for Money show. And, uh, you know, like I said every week, I appreciate each and every one of you. Like, subscribe, and uh, just interact with us each week. And with that, let's roll.